When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Zero Dogs Daily again. Of course it is. And who's not here? Stephen Finn's not here. Toby Tarrant's not here. Stephen oh, Finn. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jeremy yeah. Coney's in the house. Yeah, I'm here again, folks. I'm sorry, but never mind. I'll, I'll try to make up for the, for your for your misery. Don't don't apologise. You've oh. ca- you captained your country. We've just got a oh, we've, yeah. we've got a miserable fast oh, no, bowler got a heck. who just goes yeah, on about a fifty right. he once scored and yeah. a six he got at Brisbane or something or other. And we've got Toby, who's frankly a roué, who does eleven o'clock in the morning DJ stints where he just plays. Oasis for two hours so we can watch the cricket. Is he out at dinner again? I think so. He loves dinner. <laughs> anyway, we're here on day two of the first Ashes Test match mm. and um, it hasn't been quite as pulsating as day one and the reason for that is that, of course, there's only only one side out there playing basball. England, yesterday, off 78 overs, got 393 for eight, you will recall, before declaring funkily. Australia after 78 overs, well, they had 260 for five. They're destroying cricket, Jeremy! They're destroying it! <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not as quick, is it? Um, but that's the way they play, and if, if uh, England are going to continue to sort of take time out of the game and gift time, in other words, to the other side, if they're good enough, they'll make the most of it. Yeah, and then some of them were today. Not necessarily the guys we thought they were. No. Um, so we were all terribly frightened of Marnus Labashane and Steve Smith from an English point of view, and there were all sorts of plans for them. And we mocked, oh, how we mocked, when Stuart Broad said that he was going to take the ball away from Labashane. Well, blow me down with a feather if he didn't go ahead and do that. First ball, away swinger, not a great shot. Brilliant catch by Johnny Bairstow. His definitely high point in a... Uh, Slightly dubious day. We'll come on to that shortly. And at that <laughs> yeah. stage, two well, in two, it was great fun here, then, was. wasn't it? It was, and it was. It was Christopher Walken from from the Deer Hunter running in. Also, first of all, to to David Warner, of course, who actually 
shot himself, didn't he, rather than Walken shooting himself, in, as in the film. So it was an extraordinary sort of reversal of things, really, just slashing at it. Most egregious, wasn't it, the shot that he played? I thought it was a shot so indescribably yes. terrible that I struggled to describe it. If you may recall, I, I was unfortunate enough to be on commentary when uh, that wicket went down, and I wouldn't say I was lost for words, but the words that came out of my mouth were just mostly insulting. <laughs> 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 and it, the interesting thing, folks, it actually, the words started, as, as we went further and further, the words really started to come, and the, the dismissal became worse and worse by lunchtime. It was appalling. It was, a, it, oh, dear me, how can he play? It's all, you know, who's picking him? I didn't quite go that far, but yeah, because we want him in the side. It's good fun when that happens. Uh, but the high point for me and for for everybody here was the dismissal of Smith, and that's largely because the getting out of Smith is an occasion not dissimilar to that of getting out Bradman. You know, they used to have um, newspaper things, didn't they, back in the 1930s, mm. and, and it would say simply, Bradman out, or Bradman not out. And when it was Bradman out, everybody would buy the paper. Yes. And it felt a little bit like that, because when we arrived this morning, most of us, looking at this road of a pitch, which, again, we will discuss shortly, um, sort of expected Steve Smith still to be there, fidgeting away on 131, not out the close of play, but he wasn't. And it was Ben Stokes who got him. Yeah. Only bowled seven overs in the day, but got him with a nice one. Shake back in. That's how they're looking to get him, isn't it? The nip back to Smith. Well, it was just so nice to see, at last... You know, Stokes actually bowl as a seamer instead of as somebody who's, you know, running in just to bounce the ball and set sort of leg side field. So and it worked. I mean, he's a dangerous bowler. I don't know why he doesn't do it more often. So, yes, and at that stage, once Labashain and Warner and then Smith were gone, that was the bulk. You thought that was the bulk. Of course, at the other end, just carrying on completely unconcerned and quietly... You know, just by himself in his bubble was our friend Kawaja, Usman Kawaja, and he just carried like that right through the day. All the day. Yes. No one mentioned Usman Kawaja. Now, that was an oversight, of course, because he's been in something of terrific form in both Australia and in India, where I had the pleasure of seeing him unfurl a really good 60, actually, on a very, very difficult track on mm. in indoor, which was worth about 180. He's been in really good touch. Uh, this was a pitch that suited him. So I suppose it behoves us to talk about this pitch now. It was, it had, as you said, a slightly Indian quality to it. It's slow. It's not getting up very much. And um, Kawaja likes that because on those sorts of pitches, he plays it at his own pace in his own way. It's lovely languid innings, isn't it? Uses his hands. So as soon as he sees it hold up a little bit, he just adjusts slightly with his hands, goes with it, rides the ball down and finds little gaps because of that. And he, he moved his feet beautifully to Moanali on occasions. Um, he got support from some others, of course, but he seemed to be the man that they just could not get past today. And he just was, uh, as I say, he'd never scored 100 here. Is that right? He'd never scored 100 here, and it gets, it gets crazier than that, as our statistician, Phil Long, you can also oh, hear on he, the BBC. He's very excited. Well, he's, he's a very excitable man, isn't he? Always jumping up, <laughs> jumping up and down. Uh, but he pointed out that Usman Kawaja in this innings has scored more runs than he managed to accrue in the two, three tests that he's played. So he's been to England twice before, and he's played three of the five Ashes tests. Both times. Um, uh, on both occasions, right. he's played, played three yeah. of those five Ashes yeah. tests. And he didn't accumulate 126 runs in either of those series. Today, on 
what you would say is an un-English pitch. He did that. Now, just quickly, you know, you as a as a, as a, as a Kiwi captain, we like to think that Kiwi captains could have said to the curators, um, now look here, Bradley, I need a pitch, I need a punch oh. for mm. Richard Hidley. And uh, could you have well, got you... one to order? Does that work? Can you make pitches happen if you're a captain? Because Ben Stokes, of course, said right at the beginning, one of them one of them hard and true, and he just wanted to be able to smash the living bejesus out of the ball, which England sort of did do in their first innings. Uh, but it doesn't look like an awfully good approach if you are uh, the pensioners, Broad and Anderson, or the excellent but medium quick of Ollie Robinson. Yeah, no, it hasn't quite worked for England, has it? The, so the batting has. Which is fine. That's how they they want to play the game. But then it's only to create time for bowlers to try and get twenty wickets. Well, it it's showing today just five from the whole day's effort, and that was in in conditions. I thought the first session was was, was quite good conditions. The only time we've seen the ball move in the match so far. Those that's where we got saw the key three wickets fall, and as soon as the sun came out. It was very like the first day, wasn't it? I mean, and, and just the same as the Australian attack struggled, so too did the English attack. Yeah, and as to whether or not England are able to demand these pitches and make them happen, I don't know. I mean, I think the, the Edgebaston groundsman said that he, he doesn't do that. He, he just makes pitches and he hopes that they come through well and he wants pace and bounce and carry like every groundsman does. So I, I think it's... Well, it's it's an arguable and debatable point whether this is something that, you know, if Ben Stokes had said, I want a completely different pitch from this, whether he could have got that, because I don't know whether that's that's actually creatable in English conditions. These are established squares, and your options really are rolling, or slightly less rolling, growing a bit more grass, or cutting it. That's really all there is to it, which is why... Finney has a very low opinion of groundsmen. Uh, that's Finney, by the way, not me. I think they're wonderful people, as you know, especially the ones at Wormsley who listen to our podcast. Um, now, there's another elephant in the room. He's a ginger elephant. He's a ginger, baby ginger elephant by the name of Johnny Bairstow. Before this series began, there was a lot of keening and wailing. It was almost like it was a political act to leave out Ben, folks, it, it felt at times. And today, uh, Johnny Bairstow, after being so splendid with a bat yesterday... Uh, after taking a fantastic catch to get rid of Labashane, when he was standing back, Mr. Stumping off Cameron Green's first ball, which would have put Australia at 140 odd for five at that stage, would have been two in two for Moeen. Um, it didn't happen. And then he dropped Alex Carey, pretty regulation, standing up again, but little feather. And he didn't have the best of times behind the stumps, and the contention would be that folks would have gobbled those up. Well, to your first point, I think I agree that Folk should be in the side because he's the best wicketkeeper. Um, this is not an easy place, England, to keep wicket because the ball moves quite dramatically after passing the stumps if its alignment is such that it's going to swing or sometimes it'll bobble up and down as well. So you need a good keeper to handle that. Then certainly if you get on a surface like this where the spin bowlers are going to do the you know, the preponderance of bowling, then you need a good man to stand up. And it, it's cost certainly 
uh, England the chances created by Moen Ali today. So, and folks kind of was getting, he was averaging a nearly 40, wasn't he, in some of the, the tests that he played. I also quite liked the way that he played a bit differently than some of the others, actually. I thought that was a strong point because he was quite a, you know, the stop of a collapse, collapse stopper, mm. if you like. So... I, I, I quite I'd like to have seen him there. What they didn't want to do, though, they weren't prepared to do. They wanted Bairstow there, and they still wanted Crawley there. Well, everything they did, and uh, that, that ship has sailed, that argument. Um, but for those folks fans, today felt a little bit like vindication. So great knock from Kawaja, really good knock from Carey, and, and Green had his moments too. So 67 for three became 311 or something for mm, something five of the close, or 14. So Jeremy... Um, we're going to come back tomorrow. Ball's still quite hard, 14 overs old. Um, might be a bit of rain overnight, and yeah. there's going to be a fair bit of rain later on in the day. And, do you know, just a very quick illustration. Before everybody starts bagging the Moeen Alley selection, 29 overs, two for 129. Nathan Lyon, the indisputable number one off-spinner mm-hmm. in the world and the leading off-spin wicket-taker of all time, four for 149 in 29 overs. With one maiden, Moeen got four. So Moe's not bowled too badly, no. I would say. Uh, well, he's added two other chances mm. we've just talked mm. about. And Basball, Basball means that Lions figures are going to be a little bit more expensive, but you know that's that's comparable. But tomorrow, with Australia having taken a little bit longer to get to where they are, and with rain around, there might only be a couple of hours of play. Yeah. It feels to me like tomorrow's the sort of day you don't want to be batting. It almost feels like. In the perfect world for England, they take five wickets and then it pours down with rain and we come back on day four and start all over again. Possible. Certainly if we play early in the morning and there has been rain around and the undercover, what it did today was that it started to move. So, And this ball will be new enough. As I think that's your point you were making. And and if that happens, it's going to be difficult. And, you know, Australia leaving Stark out, there's a kind of a long tail there for the Australians. So, you know, you've got Lyon at nine. Um, and so while they'll work hard, if, particularly if Kawaja or Carey's still there, you could see someone mopping out that, that whole tail. So let's just wait and see. But it could happen that there is movement and then that would be the end of the day, perhaps, potentially. We had two great moments of the day. One was Usman Khawaja getting to 100, flinging his bat in the air with gay abandon. It sort of like happened as an afterthought, and uh, he did nearly take off Ollie Robinson's head with it, which, um, well, that would have been a story. Mm. I wonder if, yeah, <laughs> horrible thought. And uh, the other moment was that incredible ball from Moeen Ali. And ju- just as we're finishing our podcast, it's, look who's decided what, to join us. His nibs. What are you going on? <laughs> his, well, this is ridiculous. You, um... You said come into the box. We'll do a ten-minute voice note. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we've done it now. Yeah, we? yeah, because you didn't tell minutes. me what time you were starting it, and I've only just got off the air with TMS. So yeah, yeah. I've actually been working hard today, rather than you. All I've done is see you oh, swan in. What a are you talking about? I've been, I've been doing out half hours, half hour on and off. Me, out mate. You. I, all I saw you doing was lying down in the five live box. I was lying down in the five <laughs> live box. Yes, yeah. Mr. Coney's been working very hard very, again. Yes, of course. Yeah. And doing your work now. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. I'll buy you a beer. What are you going to say us about the day? Tell us about the day. I'm going to tell you about the yeah. day. That um, Highlight? The, the highlight for me was the ball that got Cameron Green out. Yes, that was yes. a very big highlight of yes. mine. 
Um, and uh, yeah, seeing Mo bowl in 26 overs, I think he bowled 24 29. overs. He bowled 24 overs in the whole of the IPL, um, and he bowled 29 <laughs> overs today in one day. Get you, Stato. Um, yeah, yeah. it's what Andy Zaltzman sitting next to me dull. does for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dull. He brings that. You had um, all the time to think, and you came up with that. But I, I know. Hope. Imagine we have to do this every week, right? Hey. For 45 minutes sometimes. I know. Well, and, you barely remember any of them because yeah. you're always drunk. Uh, and um, the pitch. How's the pitch going? And the pitch, it's yeah. slow. Stuart Broad You'd wasn't like to bowl that on it? enamoured with it. No. no, it doesn't look as though it was something that, that I these, would enjoy to, can't trust these keepers, um, can to bowl on. But no, the, you just hope and pray that the missed chances now don't cost England because they feel relatively significant sat here at the end of day two. Folks should keep be keeping? Whoa, you're asking oh, the big it? tough questions here. Um, I thought Johnny Bairstow played magnificently in the first innings yes. and having him as wicketkeeper Could was the only the way team, to... Though. Having him as wicketkeeper no, was the only way to find him into his way into the no, team. No, that's not true. Why? What would you do? Crawley go. But he played magnificently Hang on, yesterday. forget that. Crawley goes. You know that. Who opens? Then you have Bearstow. Who opens? Stokes. Stokes opens. Yes. He's never opened in his life. Well, he's going to in this innings. Well, there we Come go. Come on. It's the best chance. <laughs> he's on a wicket like this. He's only going to charge down a wicket and get yeah. out for one if he's batting at five, so you might as well shove yeah. him up the order to charge yeah, down a wicket and get out. He bats at six, actually, thanks, <laughs> Mr. Observant. It's Harry Brook that bats at five. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> who, who actually, incidentally, if, if folks was to play mm. I, and Crawley were to be dropped, which You'd actually after Brooke, watching, I would open with Brook because yeah. he has the simplest technique of all the batters in the top seven. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you heard it here, not first, because he's actually made that point before on, yeah. on zero ducks. But you know, there, there was a moment in that answer when you had you were absolutely channeling a politician on Newsnight. Do you know that? Put me in the same category <laughs> as those people. So you get asked a question and speak about the things that the country wants. The people want us to do is get on with the job. Yeah. Our three-point plan: get on with the job, have Johnny Bairstow in the team, and win the Test match. That's what the people want. <laughs> He's got a strong point, and you know that's what we all want here on Zero Ducks. Given thank you to Jeremy Coney who stepped into the Thanks, breach Jeremy. again. I'll buy, I'll buy you a beer yeah. <laughs> or a wine or a wine. In fairness to Finney, at yeah. least he has turned up at he all. Has. Whereas Toby is nowhere to be well, he, bloody seen. He's he is. A disgrace. He is well, he, a disgrace. He's a disgrace. He'll be drunk this time tomorrow. About, yeah. Are we? Yeah. Oh God, he's coming. He's having another meal tonight. Probably. Shit. What do we do? Well, leave him out. We don't need him. There was going to be. Don't last, pay him. Don't pay him. <laughs> last time he was here, he dragged me into a Barmy Army do. Right, and didn't tell me and that no one I was. They knew who you were. They, they, they knew I was. The problem was that I didn't know that I was supposed to be a guest speaker because he was too pissed to speak. Right. So I had to step in for him I hope basically you got the because fee he. For this it. is quite a No, of course I didn't get the fucking <laughs> fee for it. He got the fucking fee. Anyway. That's uh, that's that's life behind the fourth wall. And, <laughs> thank you, Finny. Thank you, yeah. thank you, Jeremy. Yeah. And thank you, and thank you, Jack Rule, who said yesterday that yesterday's episode of Zero Ducks was most Zero Ducks because we never mentioned cricket. Are you happy now, Jack? We've talked about cricket. Are you happy? It's a shitty, boring sport where Australians bat all fucking day. Bye. <laughs> Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.